Hi everyone, Chris Carlton here, another episode. We've got Madison Gocher from UT Austin. She did a summer abroad this last summer in San Jose, Costa Rica. She wanted to learn Spanish and she did it with a program called API. So if that interests you, listen up and enjoy. Let me know if you have any questions. The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that, find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey, and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Hello everyone, this is Chris Carlton. Welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. I'm here with Madison Gocher. You are a senior at UT Austin. Uh, could you maybe start off just jumping right into it and studying abroad? First of all, where where did you go? Why did you pick the city that you did? Why did you pick to go when you did and for how long? And did you get any scholarships before you left for your study abroad experience? So I chose to go to Costa Rica and study in San Jose, which is the capital of Costa Rica. Um, I chose Costa Rica and in a broader scope, Latin America, because I wanted to expand on my Spanish learning in um, a country that spoke Spanish. So it would be more beneficial for me to learn the language as opposed to just taking it in a classroom. Um, and I chose San Jose, the capital, because it was one of our options. And also there's it's where most of the culture in Costa Rica happened. I applied for a few scholarships. One I did get was a Latin American um, abroad scholarship that was given to me through my university. Ah, oh, nice. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And when when did you when did you go? What part of did you go during the summer or during the, s- the spring or fall or winter even? Um, I went during the summer just last summer. Um, I went for two months from July until August. Okay. And yeah, no, immersion is probably the best way to go. That's that's one of the main reasons people study abroad is to sharpen their language skills. So did it work? How, how's your Spanish right now? I think it works. I think my Spanish is much better than it was before because I could speak it every day and there are certain words I have to say all the time. So yeah, in my brain now. <laughs> And uh, what program did you use when you studied abroad? I used API. Okay, and what are they, and why did you pick them? Was it, it was just something that was offered on your campus, or yeah, talk... it was offered. Um, what's that? No, it's go ahead. It was offered um, through my my school. We had that one, and then there was another one. I believe it was called ICES. I'm not sure, but. Um, API was offered with what I needed to do to study abroad for credit and everything. And it's a really good program. I really like it. Nice. Okay, well, good. And you actually volunteered for them as well, too, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, I worked two weeks in another city in Costa Rica called Aredia, and um, I volunteered at a primary school. I painted a mural for them in their front entryway to add more color and light into the school. Um, and then I also helped the kids there in both their Spanish speaking classes, like with mathematics and science and 
they had an English course taught to them. I also sat in and helped them with that. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty cool. It sounds. It. I don't want to say. It just sounds endearing. I guess it, volunteering is tricky. It's not as easy as one would think to volunteer. You've got a lot of things you have to sign up for. You can't just like show up and volunteer. So, uh, yeah, more credit to you for that. And um, so when you were living in Costa Rica, how did, was this your first time living in a different country? Yes. Okay. And how did it change your view of the world when you lived in Costa Rica? Um, it definitely is humbling because you kind of go back to being childlike. You can't speak a language and not being able to speak another language and communicate with people really makes you dependent on everybody else around you and you can't just go out and do things on your own. So I think it humbled me in a way to make me realize that I'm not the only person in the world or, um, yeah, that I can't just do things by myself abroad. Also, it allowed me to look at another culture differently in retrospect to our culture here in the States. And, um, yeah. And tell me a little bit about how, when you were down there, how is it different from going to school in the United States? What was the same? What was different? Is there anything you liked better that you didn't like? Tell me, tell me a little, what was the day in the okay. life of, of Costa Rica for Madison? One thing I did like better is that they gave us hour breaks for lunch that we were like required to take. We didn't have to necessarily go eat, but we did. And it was an hour long. And when I first, when we first took them, they were, we went to restaurants where there's really no fast food around. So we would have to get our, our food would come out like 20 minutes before we had to leave for class. But there was always enough time somehow. And it was nice to like sit down and have lunch hour. Um, and that's something I really like and appreciate it because I feel like here in the States, at least at my campus, lunch is really quick. Sometimes we don't even have lunch break. Um, and we have fast food around, so it can come in like five minutes and be gone in the same amount of time. Um, so that was different and nice. Also, this campus was really small and almost as small as the high school or even smaller than like the high school I went to, which was interesting to me. So it felt more intimate with the people there, especially the international students I was with. Um, my campus at UT is really big, so that was a big difference. Um, the professors there were really good, and I felt like maybe it was a little bit more relaxing than being in school where I am. Yeah. How many, how many credits did you get for the two months? Um, I haven't really gotten my credits back yet since I just came back from Costa Rica and kind of took like a full semester before they give me credit but I think I got five credits for Spanish um, through my university and or I'm trying to get five credits and um, I took a photography class that was just an elective that I don't need for credit but it would give me three credits if I count it with my degree okay and so the classes, so it was, it, you said you sent a, a lunch break and that does, so you went to a sit down place for every lunch break, which does sound refreshing. I wish people did that more. It's, it's relieves stress yeah. and you get, to, you get to know people a lot better. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about 
so did you how did it work then with api did you just pay them or how did how did how did that work and was, um, it a lot, was it a lot more expensive than a semester at in austin or like or a summer course in austin or what was what was that like i've actually never taken a summer class at ut if i've taken them they've always been at community colleges but um i will say that the summer tuition was about like maybe a thousand dollars less than what we pay for tuition um for a semester here about it was a little less but not that much less i paid api directly i did all my um like little stuff i had to do through ut and then i went and paid my tuition through api okay and let's see here so you were talking about the lunches. Now, do you can you tell me the food that you miss most from Costa Rica? What's Costa Rican cuisine like, and what do you miss most from Costa Rica that you can't just go out to the corner and get something here in Austin? Um, so for breakfast, we would have gallo pinto, which is like just rice and rice and beans mixed together. But it's a certain way rice and beans is mixed together that you can't just make. Um, and I missed that a lot. That was really good. Also, the coffee is probably what I missed the most. I always got coffee all the time. I think I got a a bad coffee addiction there. Where I would have like four cups a day. Yeah. But I missed that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, for breakfast, we I just I miss breakfast food probably the most. But I'm also just a breakfast food person. Um, we would eat like bread with butter or nakia, which is sour cream but it doesn't taste like sour cream with it here it's a lot sweeter i think um yeah i probably miss breakfast food the most i think okay yeah that's interesting just i this has nothing to do with the with the costa rican food i was just having this conversation the other day it's funny how people equate eggs with breakfast but there's really no reason to have eggs for breakfast anymore it used to be because i think you lived on a farm and that and that's oh. why people would have eggs for breakfast, and now it's just you can you can have any old thing, but people still have eggs for breakfast and not for dinner because they always have them for breakfast or lunch. So it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was just my little two cents on breakfast, but that's interesting. Like, you're the first person I've interviewed that specifically missed the breakfasts, and it's just so it's interesting to hear about the kind of the kind of food they had, and I'm sure the coffee was good down there too. Yeah, and what so what was um? Let's see here. If you if you were to, talking to a friend who was thinking about studying abroad, what advice would you give him or her to maybe push them in the right direction and take the plunge in order to to take a trip? I would definitely tell them to think about it ahead of time. I thought about studying abroad like a year and a half before, so always think about it ahead of time, but also have money prepared because. One thing that like caught up to me that I didn't realize would happen was like money, having the money right there to um, fill your applications and everything. I don't think people really think about that. So I would tell them to make sure you manage your money for the trip. Okay, well, yeah, that's good advice. Um, do, what do you have any fun travel stories you can share with us? Uh, yeah, once we went to the beach, it was like a private own beach i went with my photography friends from my photography class and we took pictures um and somehow it was like 
this private beach where nobody was really there. And we basically had the ocean to ourselves. And the water, at least on the Pacific coast, is really warm, which was nice. It wasn't cold when we got in. And we took a boat out um, to another island and we saw bioluminescent like, sea creatures. Underwater, we went snorkeling and we basically spent the whole day at the beach. That was probably my favorite trip. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was really I, fun. I wish, did, you, did you go to any other countries when you, during the two months or were you in Costa Rica the entire time? I was in Costa Rica the entire time, which allowed me to know the, the country better, especially San Jose, because I spent a lot of time there. But I did want to go to Panama and I never went. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe you'll get back sometime, right? Yeah. And uh, do you have any any book or media recommendations for people listening and involving uh just like a book that you like that you've read or like a like a maybe an app that you used when you were studying abroad or a, or a blog that you read or a podcast that you recommend i was listening to this podcast called coffee break espanol um before i went and i really like them they're these two people from from european country i'm pretty sure it's New Zealand, New Zealand, sorry. But um, they were teaching Spanish, but more in a Spaniard way because Spain was closer to them. But then they also talked about Latin America. And I just kind of like the podcast and it helps me brush up on my Spanish. But it's called Coffee Break Espanol. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Thanks for sharing it with it. Um, anything, do you have a favorite quote that you want to share? Um... No. <laughs> no? I don't think so. Um, I would have to think about it. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I can add it at the end and, and we'll talk after. And okay. is there anything else you want to add about your experience or um, anything, anything you think students should know that are thinking about studying abroad? Um, just prepare yourself well. Be safe when you're in another country, of course. And have fun and take that experience with you after the fact everywhere yeah and take lots of pictures too right yeah i took a ton of pictures that's i just wrote about this not too long ago actually but i think it's a problem that guys have more than girls guys Mm -hmm. take like two ten pictures the entire time while they're down there and girls take 10 a minute probably so Mm -hmm. yeah uh all right madison gocher everyone Thank you very much, Madison, for being on the show. And uh, as always, give us an honest review. Let us know what you think. And we will talk to you next time. Madison, thanks again. Thank you. All right. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.